0: And welcome to The League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca.
1: And I'm John. And my name is Mark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're like,
2: are like, okay? Look, I know we haven't done this in puberty. a little while,
1: but you gotta get your shit together, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a gruff. It's like, a little throaty today.
0: <laughs> John's just smoked his pack for the day. He has <laughs> <can't> excuse
3: <laughs> Uh, oh, anyway, uh, and I'm John. <laughs> there
2: you go. It's better.
3: <laughs> I was glad
0: I wasn't the only one who heard it because <laughs> I was like, did John just sound like a seventy year old man, or was it me? Okay. Well, listen anyway. to your legal, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> oh no. Okay. Uh, today, today we're just talking about gin. Yeah. <laughs> just Jin.
2: It's exciting. No title. No, just oh, Jin. The
0: Virtuoso, the Virtuoso. Jin. Yeah, He was released February 1st, 2016. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's kind, of, it's kind of nice to go back to our our regular schedule.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, we got to come down off the Arcane High, but it's a... Uh, yeah. Which also, nice little spinoff, Arcane High. Everyone's... Well, I guess they're already oh, teams, shit. aren't they? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I would love that.
2: Oh, it'd be so good.
0: Yeah. Uh, so on the Universe page, Jin has a bio, short story, and his champion teaser, which was called Bind of the Virtuoso, which I don't think I've ever actually seen. I watched it today and hmm. it didn't look familiar.
2: It was, uh, I feel like, I could be remembering this wrong, but I feel like when it came out, it was a bunch of individual clips like the clips that they show in mind of the virtuoso i feel like i remember you'd go to a certain page and you'd see like one of those clips and then you go to a different page and you'd see one of them and then like they released the video of just all of them back to back i i could be remembering this wrong but i swear i remember that happening well i think
1: i do remember there was a like as part of the kind of teasing of him there were certain champions when you went and looked at them on Gosh, I don't think it was universe. Maybe it was like the champions page, like Garen. I remember was one, and maybe Sona, where it would have like a weird sort of like like a crosshair or like a weird effect on them.
2: Yeah, that for sure happened. Yeah, I don't I, know if it
1: was tied to that or what.
2: I think part of part of it too. Like if you if you watch that, like you know how you get the same musical sting every single time, mm. which seems very weird for <laughs> a riot thing to just like repeat. <laughs> one musical sting over and over again over a bunch of different animations and i think that was why i think it was like you were you were seeing them like one at a time and then the video Mm. was just them all put together
1: the other the other thing that might have played with this is uh, i think riot ran into some issues with like uh age ratings and in certain regions that they publish in when this came out or when at least some of these things came out because specifically you know there's like that image of like the is it butterflies or something like kind of breath leaving? Yeah. Well, that's port- that. That was kind of handled as like, oh, you're portraying smoking, which can totally fuck with the age rating depending on mm. the, the region and how they handle it. So it maybe it got taken down periodically, or they had to twist it around in certain places. I don't know. Maybe that played some havoc too. But oh, weird. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Not the, Not the other things about gin. Right. <laughs> 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 Those are all fine. Gin, <laughs> yeah, I. I suspect has got to be one of the most violent of the champions
2: yeah he's probably up there for sure yes especially given the champions that we know about
0: that's true from what we've gotten so far a lot of the people kill for like a purpose beyond
2: just like it's for funsies you know yeah he doesn't have the highest body count but he sure takes the most pleasure in it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's that, and it's it's certainly maybe dark even, less so much like yes. raw violence, but, you know, because I'm sure you could look at someone like, I want to say like Fiddlesticks or maybe Aurelian Soul, like mm. people, like you said, who have high body counts, but with Jin, because he's just a guy, it's very yeah. grounded, and I think that makes all the violence a lot more, like I said, dark kind of, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which we'll actually touch upon in some of his stories. <laughs> yeah. He's also got comics. You mentioned that they're not linked on his page, but he's in the the Zed comic a bunch. Oh,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We did kind of talk about that quite a bit with Akali even, right? Because Akali uh, also helps hunt down Jin. Um, It's funny
2: that we're going to have talked about the Zed comics about five times before (laughs) we get to Zed.
0: (laughs) We'll be done with them. Hopefully there'll be a sequel by the time we get to Zed. (laughs)
2: Because,
0: yeah, he's not. But anyway, yeah. uh, I've always been interested in Jin because he reminds me of Cohen from Bioshock, which is one of my favorite, I mean, my favorite game probably. And one of my favorite parts of the game is when you're dealing with him. It's just so out of nowhere. Yeah. It's so creepy and wonderful. Yeah.
2: Can I just say, it? this just occurred to me this very second, but I'm a little <laughs> bummed that we have champion, like Z champions after Zed because there was really an opportunity here for us to go uh. through champions A
1: through Z. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we can just well, stop at it, Zed. Just, you know, fuck Zachary. <laughs> no,
0: my main is Syrah.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: Rude.
2: Yeah. So, do we want to hop into mm-hmm. the impressions?
0: Oh, yeah, I'll do mine real quick. One. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: He would never leave it when at one. When you shoot
0: once, he says one. Two, three, four.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know we gotta finish it up. Right,
0: <laughs> he's gonna come out of the walls. That's the <laughs> that's,
1: that's how gin works.
0: <laughs> so he crawls out of the mirror. If you don't he was, finish counting to four,
1: right? He's I found him to be really hard. I was practicing. I was like, I can cannot fucking do it at all. But I do like his one lines, like smiles. Everyone smiles.
2: <laughs> I envy silence, for I must be loud. <laughs>
0: that was. Your bedroom
2: voice, no. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> <laughs> or alternatively, <laughs> the stage is beneath my talent, but I will
0: elevate it. Wow, mm-hmm. that fucking ego, right? Performers, if you've ever been involved in theater. Oh right. gosh,
1: <laughs> Club, am I right?
0: <laughs> I was, I was stage crew, so. Like, Killing oh.
1: Spree Club, am I right? <laughs> so yeah, that's why he would be great for Damn. Arcane High. I'm telling you, he would be the drama <laughs> teacher. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or he'd be that student who thinks that they're like a professional actor. Would, already, yeah, you know? you're right.
1: Actually, that's what he would be.
2: But <laughs> what, what God? What's her name? Uh, Sharpay. From oh from
0: High, high School, school musical. musical that one I think that was a cut mark he's shaking his head no he's not seen High School Musical <laughs> what
1: the fuck are you talking about uh, whatever it, what's
0: great is that we've seen High School Musical both for the first time within the last like year this isn't like a high school time for us <laughs> uh,
1: uh,
0: anyway I only have notes for the bio if we want to get into that first
1: hit it up yeah light it up
0: oh damn okay y'all aren't really hyping me uh, so Jin is a legend unknown, passed all around Ionia, which I didn't understand because like the the bitch is still alive and he like gets out. Like I don't understand why this was there, but okay. I think
1: I will say like I did think it was funny that the very first line is like yeah the legend of the golden demon is known. To every <laughs> yeah. I like it more than almost any other instance of like a legend type champion because for him it makes it's like it's too a there's a purpose to it right and I, they kind of go into that in the bio a little.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um yeah, like Mark said, he was first known as the golden demon, a monster who slaughtered his way around Ionia. So Grandmaster Kusho, who is Shen's father, and Shen and Zed, they're kind of Kusho's like, you know, adopted son, all team up to hunt this demon, which ended up being a very grueling task, and after four years they're all a little changed. And I laughed because it said Shen was once known for his wit and humor <laughs> and I was like Please, can I see that Shen? I want to hear them
2: the (laughs) madass Shen jokes.
0: That was great. So, eventually, because of the patterns emerging, Kusho begins to suspect that they are hunting a human or Vestaya, not an actual demon. So they trap Jin by blending in with the crowd on the eve of the Spirit Blossom Festival. They don't really say what the trap was, just that it was carefully prepared. (laughs) It's a carefully prepared trap, and then they get him. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, they catch him, and we find out his name here. Well, they, they they drop his full name here for the first time. I'm pretty sure Kada Jin. Uh, he was a stagehand with a the traveling theater. I really liked that detail. <laughs> I'd also love to see just what is he like, just as like the stagehand with the traveling theater. What do people think of? Do, are they like like a regular serial killer? They're like he seems so normal. <laughs> He was always so nice to me. <laughs> Very
1: quiet, you know.
3: Yeah, he was really
0: quiet. Bit of a it smell coming himself.
1: from his room. I mean, to be fair, I think... <laughs> Gosh, is it the... Sh- he insists on having
2: four copies of every prop. <laughs> it's infuriating. <laughs> okay.
0: Anyway, Kusho uh, insists on not killing Jin.
3: I'm <sighs> just,
0: just so frustrated yeah. by these decisions all the time. <laughs> Because he's Batman, I guess. Anyway, uh, this kind of starts some of Zed's resentment and eventually, eventual betrayal. But we'll get to that in like three years. So they instead imprison him in Tula... (laughs)
1: <laughs> yep, sounds right
2: Nailed
0: like, it T-U-U-L There's another U in there They threw me off Anyway, he learns from monks They're unable to make him Not be a serial killer anymore <laughs>
1: Yeah, they try and have him Do like we art couldn't... therapy <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. give him dance lessons See if that'll work
2: Yeah <laughs> We couldn't un <un-psycho> him Sorry <laughs>
0: Yeah he ends up getting freed after the war with Noxus and gets, like, a new sponsor for his murders. No one's really sure who this is, but Jin now has access to weapons and unlimited funds to murder his way around Ionia and even Piltover and Zaun. Please put him in Arcane. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, uh...
2: Yeah. I like the... I like Jin level threats. Mm. A lot. They're very much like... I mean, they're kind of like Silco-level threats to mm. me like they're I, I mean they're real threats they're causing real problems they're killing people they're like they need to be stopped but they're also they don't have the power to blow up
1: the literal world yes yeah. i like that yes. <laughs> i agree yeah absolutely agree you know he's not heralding the coming of some horrible fucking thing <laughs> he is the like the horrible thing right but at the end of the day yeah yes. worst case he blows up a town and that's about the, the yeah. extent of what he can do he mm-hmm. just likes
2: to do his fancy pew-pews. He's fine.
0: Wow, tell that to the victim's families, John. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Although I do wish that his bio had been more about him yeah. and less about the people chasing him. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was
0: really about uh, Shen and Zed. I feel like so many, even Akali's stories kind of felt like it was just setting up the Shen and Zed rivalry. And I'm like, I care about Akali right now. And in this instance, like, give really me I really care about Jin. yeah. <laughs> even his short story which we'll get to it starts with Jin's point of view which was great and then we jump to fucking Shen's point of view I don't care yeah we gotten
2: Shen's point of view <laughs> in like three different stories now and the parts where they had Jin's point of view in that story so fucking cool
0: yeah oh God, shit. Shen's point of view no wit no humor yeah
1: <laughs> yeah I mean I guess it's that's just what there. Yeah. No, I completely agree. That's like the first note I have. It's like at least this was much more about Jen <laughs> cuz he's so yeah. he's so cool. He's such a like you said very very Cohen and Cohen's a, a it's a neat kind of trope and, and I would yeah. like more of it. He's got a really strong voice too and I just want more of him doing his you know ah type I can't just like <laughs> yeah. put, put it to <laughs> words exactly. Um Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I so I guess like talking about him being a legend, right? I think the idea of I think we talked about this way back in Akali. The idea of the things he does being so like horrific that they assume it's a demon, and it's like, oh, it's actually mm. just a guy. That's a cool <laughs> idea. Um, yeah. But they, they also mention in the bio that Kusho doesn't want to... Re- the reason everyone thinks it's a legend is because they specifically haven't ever revealed that he's a guy. Everyone kind of just, as far as they know, is like, oh yeah, it's that demon. They banished that demon, because that's what they do. No one ever really knows that he's a guy. Mm, and the okay. reason Kusho kind of gives is like... Oh if people realize he's a human it will like maybe undermine the harmony and unity of Ionia i guess which what? doesn't hold a lot of water to me
0: No <laughs> no make sense to people me. should
2: know who did this especially given that like that was his reason because when Zed was like no we should kill him that was like the reason he gave for like no we've got to take him in because you know people people can't know. but like no you could you can also murder him and just not tell people. Yeah. That's cool, too.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's also, like, it's kind of fucked up because he, like, he doesn't kill this guy. He sends him to prison. He ends up getting out of this prison. And so all of these people are completely unaware that this demon they thought was vanquished is still just among them now.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it'll be the first in a long line of mistakes Kusho makes. Yeah, I was gonna say there's kind of a literal irony. I guess,
1: you know, I think that idea could work if that, Explanation was a little stronger because to me, it's a really good way of showcasing some of the maybe problems that Ionia is kind of about to face with the Mm. the Noxian invasion. Is that they want to kind of stay as things are and like, no, we're going to keep things nice and you know, harmonic and and everything, and not really want to deal with the fact that like, no, people are capable of this and they're about to experience that firsthand when Noxus shows up and does all this (laughs) shit to them. So, I think that could be a nice little tragedy of like, oh you know, by protecting them he's actually made things worse, right? Instead of kind of showing Ionia that, hey, it can be this bad. And if you get a hold of that idea earlier, maybe they can better deal with the Noxian invasion. right? But Yeah. It comes it's just like this one line. <laughs> and I think also the <laughs> problem is that the Zed comic shows it shows like Jen's capture and they don't ever get into that idea. And Kusho more just kind of gives this broad, like, oh, this isn't our jurisdiction. We're ghost cops. We don't deal and we don't kill men <laughs> and people. It's like, eh, that greed's kind of bullshit, you know, whatever. So. we
0: the ghost cops. Well, then get the regular ones. Right? <laughs>
1: where, get where get are the, enforce- the Ionia, Ionia. Yeah. force. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the idea of Jin doing things that are so like horrific that it fucks up everybody who even just like just trying to catch him fucks up Zed and Shin and Kusho. Like they all get traumatized by it. That's a neat idea. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah. And going back to the idea of Jin doing things that are so horrific, people assume it's a monster, that's historical. <laughs> Which is yeah. kind, of, true. kind of kind uh, of I was gonna say like cool. of glad the impaler
1: that's a bad... type deal. Yeah. Yeah. No,
2: absolutely. <laughs> that's neat.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. It reminded me of the Reavers when I was reading about it. Sure, yeah. From Firefly just like seeing what they had done drives people so insane that they become Reavers themselves.
1: Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think in across all these pieces, that's something that I think they do well, is they don't ever really show what he's done. They kind of talk around it, and it really lets your imagination kind of run wild. They just give these sort of like little vague descriptors of like, oh, it unfolds the flesh like a flower, and your mind's just yeah. like, I don't know what that looks How? like. wow What? <laughs> okay. But yeah. it sounds fucked up. You,
0: you get some good hints from Jin's point of view too when he's like I need to fix her face or whatever and you're Mm like oh you're not going to fix it in a good way are you Jin?
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's never helpful
1: surgery (laughs) is it?
0: (laughs) Her face looks fine I don't know what you mean man
1: (laughs) Uh, Do you want to get into the short story then too?
0: Yeah sure it is pretty short
1: for sure. By the way, um, I found on the wiki the bio was by Odin Austin Schaefer and Ian St. Martin. So that's thank you. Yeah, I think I think Odin was involved in every piece of writing for Jin. I think this was kind of you know his baby um, or one of his yeah. various babies. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we need more. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He should do another little short story by Jin's, but this one's called "The Man with yeah. the Steel Cane," also by Odin Austin Schaefer, and it opens with Jin cleaning and admiring his gun in an inn. Um and he's got this little thing where he's like, oh, I'm not supposed to play with it yet, but he kinda can't help himself and he he puts on <laughs> his gin outfit anyway, and he starts to kinda like get a little it, it titillates him, um, as it he does. And as he he's donned it, the maid for the inn kinda comes and says, She's done what he asked. She's she's hung a white lantern every four yards and a red lantern every sixteen. And, you know, hearing that he kinda steps out in full regalia and he's looking out over the town and he's getting ready for his performance. And as the maid goes to, you know, set flowers in his room, he is Inspired to, as you're saying, make her face more interesting. Right? Mm -hmm. Then it cuts to Shin. He's getting a bowl of soup, and in and Zed shows up, and you know Shin's kind of preparing to cut him down. Um, They talk about how like oh, they know each other so well that Zed's like just a finger length away from how close Shin needs to be to kill him. But you know Zed kind of drops the ball that hey, or not drops the ball. He drops the news that uh, you know Jin's escaped. And he asks Shin, like only you and I were the only two people who can catch him. Um and then it cuts back to Jen and he's he's waiting on a ship for Zed. Um he, he kinda notes that he's got a performance scheduled in Zahn next month, so he needs <laughs> to be, you know, punctual with his, his timings and stuff. And um he kinda goes into the town and like is checking his traps and his preparation and, and he spots Shin kind of seeing the aftermath of what he's done at the end to the maid, um and the collies there as well. This is also something that shows up in the comic, funny enough. And um like you mentioned, yeah, people who see what he's done, they kind of lose their minds, they kinda of go mad, and Jin kind of I guess satisfied, I don't know, decides to head back <laughs> to the ship and just await Zed and Shin to kind of follow his trail and gets ready for his his true masterpiece to begin. And that's it. It's pretty short. Yeah. There's
2: a bunch of things about this that I liked. Mm-hmm. One, the story is separated into four parts, <laughs> which was a nice touch. And
0: he's counting.
2: <laughs> um and there's, you know, there's Jin's obvious recurring theme throughout. Four wipes, four taps of his cane, lanterns every four yards. His, it really highlights uh, a lot of his his OCD. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wiped the gun stock a fourth time. He couldn't be sure it was clean until he wiped it down four times. Didn't matter that he hadn't used it. Didn't matter that he was only going to stow it in a bag under the bed. He couldn't put it away until he was sure it was clean. <laughs> and he couldn't be sure it was clean until he had wiped it down four times. Four times it was getting clean, though. <laughs> four times makes it clean. <laughs>
1: <Thank> yeah, it's <you. laughs> a lovely little bit. I like that. It's, it's you know, it's it's fun.
2: Uh, we also get a little interesting bit in this story that I'm not sure we get anywhere else. Um, we know that he was using like magical weapons in in some instances mm. to do a lot of his art, but they also specify in this story that he's using key techniques. Um, in combination with his weapons, like kind of key magic to do a lot of his art. Um, so it's not just his it's not just that he has weapons that are capable of being magical, but he also has inherent magic that he uses during his performances.
1: Yeah, and you're and I think like,
2: this is the first and last place they mentioned that
1: you're saying like key like like ki like, like K-I, sort K-I, of yeah. yeah not like keyblade type shit you know, that's, yeah that's yeah that's mind not mind using keyblade yeah no I think
0: Mickey came although <laughs> he
1: enhances scalpels with his key
2: so he kind of uses keyblades
1: no yeah I, I want this...
0: Jin in the next Kingdom Hearts are we right
1: fuck yeah uh, no I think they they don't really talk about that elsewhere but they do kind of in the bio I want to say and maybe a little uh, another point in the. Zed comic they kind of talk a little bit about his weapon and how it's like it's magical the bullets are infused with magic and how they're coming out of this armory and I don't remember what it was called I have it written down somewhere Kushai or something like that But I think it's interesting there that he talks about how he kind of compares it to hex tech weaponry and how like those are he says like those are almost like pale little imitations compared to what this can be. Yeah, baby, magic! I was was gonna say
0: I really like how he called out like Piltover's magic as being really small, which is great because we're seeing in arcane that just a little bit of hex tech magic is like a massive deal for them. So it's it's interesting to think about how. A bigger magic, like from Ionia, would just be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> really shake it up.
1: Yeah, I'm, I think yeah, that's a really interesting. It's a really cool idea, frankly. And yeah, Ionia being this place, is just like replete with magic and trying and the idea of what weapons out of Ionia that harnessed that magic would look like mm. w- is a really cool thing. And I hope Riot explores that more, you know, maybe in Arcane, who knows, right? Just at some point, it's a really cool thing to start playing with. And I hope they, they, they do it more. You know,
2: Savika already has one of those weird shoulder things like Jin does. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, <laughs>
2: <laughs> she's basically dressed like bandito Jin.
1: <laughs> That's like, you know what? you Yeah. <laughs> For sure. And yeah, the, all the, all of the sections, like the start and end where it's Jin's perspective, they carry his voice super well, you know? Yeah. Um, like there was a line where he's like, talking about that maid's face is like it was around and perfectly symmetrical a dull and predictable design <laughs> removed it would make a terrible mask you know just I, I that's why i would love more that's just written from his perspective because he's a lot of fun yeah. to spend time with you know
0: yeah. yeah first of all that made me feel much better about my clearly not symmetrical face thank you Jen. it's beautiful
1: <laughs> i'd wear your face any day <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm gonna cut it off right now um but also i feel like this is Classic. what we're seeing, the strongest voices in characters have like the least amount of lore from their point of view.
1: Yeah. I don't know, I why.
2: Don't know why. I'm like, I'm less, I'm less disappointed with the amount of lore that we have for Jen. I would love more. I don't feel like, I mean, because he could use more and I think he's a really fascinating character. I feel like we didn't get, it's not like a Brom situation necessarily where we get like one story mm-hmm. Well, we kind of do get one story told multiple times. (laughs) For some reason, it works here where it didn't work with Braum. (laughs) Probably because we're getting actual different perspective instead of a literal retelling of the same Mm -hmm. story three times. But um, I'm like, I obviously want more Jin lore I'm not disappointed with what we do have, but I could take more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And yeah, like his voice is really strong. Um, I like the, the bit that we get talking about the maid too, where... He mentioned uh, the woman's eyes widened as he exited his room. Jin was well aware of how he looked. Normally, it elicited pangs of self-conscious loathing. But oh, yeah. today was a performance day.
0: <laughs> I am curious about all of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot you could. I feel like you know you could really start digging deep into what who Jin is, and you would want to do it very yeah. sl- slowly, right? You don't want to like, oh, here's his little tragic backstory, right? Like for the most yeah, part, yeah, yeah. he's good as just a psych, you know psycho killer guy. Um, but getting little hints at like here's a bit of a grounding, like even just like suggestions of who he may have been before he was you know cottage Jin mm. would be fun, I think.
0: Yeah, even if it's a little muddled, so it's like a two truths and a lie kind mm-hmm. of deal almost, and you're never sure what's exactly true. It'd almost be like you know, how in The Dark Knight, the Joker keeps telling the story of how he got his scars, but the story's always different. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be yeah. interesting applied For to sure. Jin as well, that he just kind of keeps telling the stories, and some of them might have nuggets of truth in them, and you have to try to find them.
2: Yeah. I think, and... I wish I could remember the specific quote. As I'm playing through Ruined King, I keep like kicking myself for not writing down quotes as I see them. (laughs) But there was one quote that I saw in a building in like, I'm pretty sure it was in the Cario Estate. If you're playing through Ruined King, you know, let me know if you see this lore in the (laughs) Cario Estate. But it was talking about someone who sounded very suspiciously like Jin, but like as a child. And like I'm, I'm really hmm. curious. There were some, there were they did mention some characters that had come from Ionia and fucking hated it here in Bilgewater, obviously because it's Bilgewater and that was Ionia. <laughs> yeah, but um, I'm I'm really curious if if it was an intentional gin nod or some other weirdo. Hmm, interesting some other weirdo. <laughs> Someone counts to four all the time. <laughs> he's understudy, <your> right? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, that's interesting. I don't think I've hit that point, so I'll keep an eye out for it. Hmm. Um. <laughs>
2: Actually, I wonder if I can go back and read the journals. I know you I think can't you like, can. reactivate them, but I'm going to have to check it out. Probably. I'll follow like... up on Discord if I find anything <laughs> fun. Uh, also, you mentioned that you didn't see any of Shen's wit and sense of humor. So uh, I recorded oh, an example shit. for you.
0: All right. Tell uh, me the
3: joke.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> there was a there was a quote from the thing that said, the candle on Shen's table flickered wrongly. He slid away from the table, retrieving his blades from under his cloak. Your students are as quiet as a pregnant
1: warax. So that was a pretty fun joke.
2: That
3: he
1: <laughs> said. I will say his soup sounded really good. They're talking it did about like sound ooh, really fucking five good, spice dude. broth, and it's got like ooh, like yeah. candied pork. It made me think of like getting some really good like, pork ramen. Ooh. Like
0: I was, yeah, mm. Mark. I wanted ramen so fucking bad after
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I only have a
0: shitty top ramen. It's <laughs> not yeah. gonna do it.
2: Oh, I was gonna say the last thing I had when he mentions his performance that's upcoming in Zahn,
1: awaken performance. You're I would assume, right? Yeah, it has to be because this is like yeah. that is one thing I liked about this is that it kind of leads into the events of the comic where we kind of see the events of this happen in the comic as well. So it was it's nice when these different pieces kind of tie together in that way. Um, I was gonna ask, do we want to talk? about how it like about the comic because he's in it for a good chunk he's 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 kind of a focal point of it I suppose I've got comic notes sure um I'll try and run through the quick summary I guess because like you said we talked about it with Akali trying to hit the the broad strokes but um but yeah Shin and Zed are going after Jin he's escaped uh Jin attacks some of Zed's followers he gets Zed to start chasing after him um, it shows us in the past the actual capture of Jin, like we were kind of talking about. So it's nice to get a little bit more of that. They show actually the, the trap that they set up and mm. how it, it works a little <laughs> bit more. And it was a, a careful trap, I, don't, I guess. I don't <laughs> carefully know. Carefully laid uh, trap. Carefully laid, yeah. Um, but I guess important points are that we see that Jin is targeting, while he's out now in the present, he's targeting elders and like council members who are specifically opposing like military unification of Ionian provinces. Um, Because that's another big mystery with Jin. It's like, who, how did he get out? Who's funding? Who's this like patron, right? Um, And we see some of the events of this short story as well. And we see that those lanterns he set up are bombs and they completely destroy this whole town that he was in. Um, Eventually he goes to Zahn. He has, we assume the encounter with Camille because we see the aftermath of it. Um, He sets a trap. He captures Akali, almost kills Shin, but then Akali kind of gets free and, and stops him. And he ends up. Ends, the end of it all is that jen is recaptured right um again not kill because shen's the fucking eye of the twilight and all that bullshit um <laughs> but there's a big reveal uh i guess we didn't talk about that with a colleague do we want to talk about that here or do we still want to leave it i don't know what is your thought john i guess um or rebecca if you, um, i think
2: maybe. we can talk about half of it i think from from a practical perspective we can well. Hmm. I didn't read the comic, so I don't know what you. That's all why want I was kind of
1: wondering, because I know it's it it, it it spoils some things with with Zed and Shen. Um, I'll we'll say. just we'll just give okay. a quick
2: tag. This is going to be a, a Zen, a Zed <laughs> Shen. <laughs> that's their <Spoiler>. that's their <laughs> shipping that's her name. That's their ship name. <laughs> a, a Zen. Uh,
0: it's either it's, Zen or Shed so you know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, this going to be a slight spoiler for that. If you don't want it to be spoiled, you can stop listening now. Otherwise, I mean, people want to know the line. three, okay. two. One, uh, it was it was Master Kusho,
1: He did it. Yep. Did what? He freed, he freed Jin. Jin.
0: Oh my god! Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> he's still alive. He That's suppose- the other he's
2: thing. supposedly dead, but he's not dead.
0: Oh. He freed Jin. Wow! And- what a dickhead!
2: And yeah. also helped Zed become Zed. Wow. Shen doesn't realize. Shen oh. thinks that Zed killed show. Mm, yeah. I see.
1: Yeah. And the reason he was doing, the reason he did all that specifically let Jin go nuts is because he's trying to just kind of sow discord and chaos to get everyone to be so afraid that they decide to become a big unified military nation, essentially. It's like, oh.
0: I, I feel like there's got to be a better way, man.
1: Yeah. He's, he's in this the is
0: wrong. Like, <laughs> it's like the end of Watchmen when they're like, make a giant squid monster. It'll bring everyone together.
1: <laughs> yeah. Honestly, he's kind of the squid monster. He's the, you know. But but yeah, so that's kind of what happens at the end, um, and that's where we—that's who's been giving him all that money and those guns—is like the Navori Brotherhood under the direction of Kusho, is the deal.
0: Oh, yeah. so do the Navori Brotherhood Brotherhood also work for Kusho? Because we only know them as like baddies, kind of, right?
1: Yeah, and I think they yeah do. Yeah, I think he kind of secretly leads and directs them all. Does that line up? Right.
2: Yeah, because yeah, they're. Yeah. Wow, they to be pissed. they have unified <laughs> goals yeah yeah i don't I don't know what the the strict like line of command is, but uh i think at the at the very least they are you know they're they're in the same.
1: They're like coworkers. They're working in this on the same shit, right? They're working towards. <laughs> Don,
2: you really?
0: <laughs> He's looking in my eyes, like, "Honey, please, please tell me what I'm thinking." They're towards similar thought <laughs> that I'm trying to
2: have, any <laughs> <laughs> no. Shared goals. Sorry.
1: I don't know. Uh,
2: yeah, they're bedfellows. We'll we'll mm. say that. Yeah, that was sure. technically the word I was looking for. Oh, okay, and could, but but couldn't think of any way to say it without. I couldn't think of the word, so it would have just sounded like they're in- they they They're in they, bed together. they do sexy stuff. <laughs> They're shit. <shed, laughs> and the message <laughs> I was trying to get across. <laughs>
0: Does that mean they might be? I they might know. be. I don't know.
2: Uh, um. So I like, I like that Jin lures Zed. This this comic essentially starts with uh, Jin luring Zed out. Like the reason that Zed knows that Jin is back is because he lures him to a site where he has killed. A little girl that Zed rescued years ago from one of Jin's other <laughs> mass murders. Yeah, I guess oh, damn, she's a woman now up. at this point because it's been yeah, like she's a woman years. now. But yeah. it was like back in the day, and she survived. Zed oh. saved her, and then Jin captured her again and killed her to oh. lure Zed back out.
0: Thanks, Kusho. Yeah, man, thanks a lot, man. <laughs>
1: another <laughs> You're another so
0: cool dude.
2: tally
1: on the Kusho <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> so list.
2: does Zed know that Kusho freed Jin? Yes. Uh, not until the end, I don't think. Right? Oh, okay. I don't think until the end. Is he like, pissed about this? No. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. He's pissed. Okay.
1: Yeah. It, it leads to a direct like confrontation. I think he does know because one thing that's kind of running through this comic, this is really just about Zed, is that he is constantly trying to get... He's constantly trying to get Shin to figure it out on his own. He doesn't want to like mm. tell him because he's, he's super honor-bound <laughs> to not admit the truth. Um, But he's constantly like... I mean, Shin
0: wouldn't believe it either. Yeah
1: also that probably right I assume so he's constantly trying to like get like he's trying to help Shen connect the dots like hey come on figure it out man or hopes that Jin will admit it and Jin doesn't because Jin knows that Zed knows and you know whatever I Shen's did love how Jin,
0: I think Jin's just like delighted in messing with all of these people yes well, I, I, like I found it interesting in the short story that he knew exactly who Shen and Zed, were, and like, Zed are and he's like Zed and he's like oh time to fuck with my friends you know? <laughs>
2: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah
2: he's the friend that doesn't realize that he's not actually your friend
1: (laughs) that's great i would love like zen and cheddar talk talking and fucking jen's like hey what's going on (laughs) oh man
0: they try to kill him
2: now if you go to issue two page five of the comics i have a question where's where's jen where is he hiding where did he go Zed was right behind him, and then he turned a corner, and Jin Gondon disappeared. I feel like I'm watching Blue's Clues. And you're trying to.
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny. I of all the comics, I just had two up so that I could, you know, credit the the various credits on it. But you're right. It does just, like... He, he <laughs> clears a lot of distance, I guess we'll say. And the thing is, it doesn't make sense because we see Zed just hippity-hopping all around this fucking comic. He can <laughs> he can close the gap, right? It's a little weird. I guess it just... You know, whatever. He's Jin. He's a master tactician. He's got it all planned mm. out, right? Whatever. Now,
2: Jin has a cool little part of this comic, too, where he, he does a neat little puppet show that's all about getting Zen jesus christ it's right. <laughs> so hard right? to say zed
0: shen and Jin like all together it's so fucking hard especially
2: because zen is like a very ionian thing too mm-hmm. so like uh but he's got a little puppet show about getting zed and shen together that he's performing for little children oh but i'm really curious because one of those things where uh the 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 frame that we get is kind of the as far as we've gotten in the story so far, so I'm really curious what the puppet show looked like after the frame, like next frame. Was like, and that's it. There's no conclusion to this show. Or Did he like make up his own ending to the show? And now they kiss. Did he like <laughs> perform all the murders.
0: <laughs> that's why we call them Zen. <laughs>
1: yeah, they like that whole image of him being like a puppet master, and, and you know, pulling mm. Zen and Shed by their strings to they dance to his tune. You know, but um,
0: yeah. Do we know? Because the only thing I really knew about Jin beforehand was because of the Awakened cinematic. So I had assumed he was from Piltover Zon, And then a while back, one of y'all told me he was from Ionia. And it seems like his story is mostly tied up with Shen and Zed. So why does he go to Zahn?
2: I have a note here. Okay. Actually, my next note was specifically about this. Oh, thank Ooh. God.
0: What? Look at our timing. Oh, my God. We should get married. Oh. <laughs> <Aww.
2: laughs> <laughs> um, but you know how we were talking about Master Kushel wanting people to support uh, war um,
0: <laughs> it's amazing how he goes from, we can't kill people to let's make a war.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, he got pretty fucked up mentally, it seems like, and he really, yeah. he kind of course corrected way too far in the other direction, I guess gotcha. I'll say. It's
2: like where Jarvin's kind of headed a little bit. We're worried, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So at this point, there's a bunch of Noxian outposts in Ionia, and they're getting a bunch of weapon shipments from Piltover and mm. the the clan heads in Piltover. So Jin has specifically been targeting weapon shipments out of Piltover and he's essentially, every single, uh, all the merchant clans in Piltover have actually completely stopped shipping weapons to Ionia because they're terrified of him hitting their shipments. Oh. All except for Clan Pharos. Well, who I has, mean, it's Camille. <laughs> who has a Sent out a kill team to find Jin, which is what directly I mean, leads when, to. <laughs> when the
0: head of Pharaohs is a woman with sword legs, you know, she's gonna find.
2: <laughs> but yeah, so that's why he's in zon and that's why the whole confrontation between him and Camille happens in the first place is because okay. her and her kill
1: team were like, "No, fuck you." <laughs> we're gonna ship these her. fucking weapons. We got scheduled to maintain, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know.
0: Okay, thank you. Yeah, it all...
1: Yeah, you're welcome. It all ties pretty neatly together. That's one thing I do yeah. like about all this is that there's not a lot of points where they stumble in trying to get these different... This is like an kind of almost mixed media thing together. The, the story yeah. flows pretty smoothly. Every now and then something's a little different. Like, in the short story, Zed and Shin are very... Um, they're very calm. They don't fight at all. And they're just kind of talking at length to each other. In the comic, they they fight a little bit when they first meet each other. It's like, you know, it's not perfect, but it's still pretty well, good
0: for, yeah you want to add more action in a comic and stuff like that I guess yeah. but hmm. yeah
1: Um,
2: last thing too I guess I would say is that in the in the awakened cinematic you know it, it kind of ends with a big you know dramatic showdown between Jin and Camille where Jin's taking a bow right as Camille's diving at him with her razor legs <laughs> uh, and th- the inherent question is like alright well he looks cool as hell doing that bow but How does he get out of the way for Razor Legs? And the answer we find out in the comic is trapdoor. Yeah, you had
0: mentioned this, I think, in a... Or maybe Camille's episode, I think you mentioned this. Because you could see the trapdoor in Awaken, yes?
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, you can't see it in Awaken. You see it in the comic. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Macaulay kind of goes and investigates. Ironically, maybe not ironically, that's the wrong word, but, like, (laughs) uh, questioningly, I guess... (laughs) The trap door opens up in the comic, and I don't know how exactly <laughs> you do one, a, one of those real easily for a quick escape.
1: He's just that good a showman, all right? He just... <laughs> <laughs> he's a stagehand, you know? I mean, you know, whatever. That's actually a nice actress. little detail. If anyone
2: can do it, it's, it's ol' cottagein'.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mm-hmm. This comic's this pretty, pretty good. I like just Jin specifically. I think we talked about it already, but they really do a good job of communicating how atrocious his murders because everyone's constantly reacting to it in the most like horrified way possible or like showing the past where Zed and Shin are having to deal with the aftermath and like you said they're having to do like triage and it's just like they're having to let people die and cut people's legs off and save them and all sorts of just horrible shit it's great I fucking love it um, <laughs> and then the, the art because there's like a scene where he's shooting a few of uh, Zed's students and the art for those in particular is actually really cool it's that they do it I guess from like his perspective where instead of it being like blood and guts everywhere it's like oh it's a flower with like shellfish <laughs> and things like that spewing out um, but it's cool it's a really cool way of, of like interpreting it I guess I don't know so yeah but
0: yeah all right is that it for canon gin
1: um I think so. I
2: think so. Uh, In terms of old lore, he really doesn't have a whole lot because he's a fairly new champion. And Mm -hmm. he came out pretty close to the time that the Zed comics came out. So, like, a lot of it already overlapped. I think, like, the only real difference I even noticed was that in his old lore, they don't specify who his benefactors were. Because I don't think... I don't know if they knew that yet because uh, they didn't want that Kusho reveal quite yet.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't
1: even do they even specify it in the the bio now? No. Yeah. No, they don't. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they they said they were even less specific. They just said rich benefactors. I think in his current bio they they specified the the clan, I guess, but they didn't hmm. specify Kusho. Um, hmm. but yeah. Uh Yeah, we mentioned he's in Awaken, which is you know, canon, and is very cool. If you haven't seen it, yeah. you should. Yep. He sets a bunch of traps and is a badass. Um, and yeah, so that that is canon. Jin. He's in a few other cinematics that are, you know, obviously not canon. Uh, he's in a double lift cinematic called Unstoppable. Which is uh, inspired by the story of Doublelift, and it's like an animated story that follows some of his most iconic moments um, in animated. And he's got a cool—he he plays Jin in there, and he rocks some dumbass Thresh. That was neat. <laughs> I like that this whole story was like about Doublelift too. He maybe has three highlight clips, and one of them is his fucking Lucian vs. Victor clip where he accidentally dashes in and gets blown up in half a second. I love that <laughs> that, that was one of his three highlight of highlights. highlights? Double Lift had such
0: a long career <laughs> as a pro player.
1: Uh, wow. like, no,
2: I'm going to put in that time he fucked his team at Worlds that one time. <laughs>
1: you got to give uh, the people what they want. Come on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And then he was in this year's World Cinematic Burn It All Down, where this time it was Sven playing him, and much like all ADCs on my team, you know, when when I'm playing League, he decides to get into a melee fight with two other people on the other team.
0: <laughs> John, you're usually the AD carry. <laughs> yes, your I said point. what I said. <laughs>
2: play Trisnani, you
0: gotta jump in.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Except
0: you
2: usually go, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> and sometimes you gotta jump in on accident.
1: <laughs> limit testing, limit testing, come on.
3: Yeah, 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 that's all it is. Uh, uh,
2: well, I guess actually other other canon Jen stuff are some of his quotes. I wrote a few of them down.
1: Oh, he's got great quotes.
2: Yes, uh, I mean, he he's from that era where they put a ton of time into his quotes, so he's got a lot of them. We mentioned he's got a strong voice, so he's got a lot of really good quotes too yeah. I put down some of my favorite interaction quotes he's got one to Garen that says uh, the always enchanting tale of star crossed lovers mm-hmm. and then one to Katarina that says your finale will be a duet yep mm-hmm. and he's got one to Tom Kench that says you have too many lines uh, which uh, at, at the time Tom Kench had the most lines in the game mm. at 224, although Jin has 241. There
0: are people with over 200 <laughs> lines in the game. Yeah. And then you play like Annie and she says six things.
2: Okay. She's really looking <laughs> <Well>. for
0: tips.
2: <laughs> I am. He's got one to jinx. It says, so many guns, all lacking in meaning or artistry oh fuck you if only he fucking knew
0: (laughs) she gets crayons and she draws faces on him how dare you (laughs)
2: and they've all got so much meaning now yeah it's true Uh, you know Uh, (laughs) when he buys Leandries he says not sure when he buys
0: Leandries yep you
2: know for (laughs) when you're going that full AP trap build yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay I'm sorry (laughs) Andrew. not sure I needed another mask but okay (laughs) Okay. Um, he also has a quote that gave me real big, "Always Sunny in Philadelphia" vibes. <laughs> I am pure. <laughs> My work is pure. <laughs> I'm a five star man.
0: I'll be four stars.
2: <laughs> I was thinking of I was thinking of Frank from mm. the, the quarantine episode. <laughs> gotta get rid of <laughs>
1: I must be pure. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with, oh, this gave me always sunny vibes, but yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: he also has a quote that says, behind every mask is another mask.
0: I hope he wears two masks. I know
2: me. This reminded me. I Why go- don't we
0: just get a piano sound, by the way, on your computer? Did you hear that?
2: Yeah, I've, that's probably a notification for something.
0: Oh, I've never heard that one on your computer
2: no, before. Jen's on the computer Facebook. right
1: now. <laughs>
0: it was really eerie
1: (laughs) there's a gin right behind you
0: (laughs) he has three masks on
2: (laughs) Uh, I was just gonna say this reminded me of like an old web comic that I I used to really like where they were talking about like role-playing game characters and they were like we've got to fight a dragon and we've got to fight this random dude in a cloak and he's like oh all right uh, I'll fight the dragon you fight the cloak it's like what no why you never fight a man in a cloak, man. (laughs) They're they're always fucking OP. He's like, well, hold on. Hey, hey, mister, what do you have under that cloak? Another cloak? fuck.
0: (laughs) I was thinking more like that old gif where that guy was running around with a bucket on Uh. his head and someone knocked (laughs) it.
3: (laughs) There was another bucket. (laughs) We both go to (laughs) different places. (laughs) Uh.
2: Anywho, he's also got a few more of his like uh ocd quotes there uh i cannot be good i must be perfection the art is a compulsion i cannot resist it and then he's got one that says through my work you shall transcend which i thought was really neat based on some uh realities of the project universe Hmm. where he literally transcends. Ooh. But we'll get into that. Interesting. <laughs> that one
0: does sound familiar. I wonder if that's one of the ones you hear if you step on one of his traps. You know, he like whispers in your ear if you step on a trap. Yeah. It is
2: actually the kill for, it's one of his kill quotes. I think it probably is for the trap.
0: Probably why really? I've heard it. I die a lot in this game.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in
2: my work, you <laughs> shall transcend.
1: Yeah. I like the one where he's like, I knew you'd find your mark eventually when you step on it. It's, yeah. I love that. <laughs> I wish there was, a, every champion had a million things like that. It's great. Yeah.
2: Now, he's not part of a lot of AUs, actually. He's got a lot of skins, shocking. He doesn't. He's got, I think, like seven skins, but two of them are actually world championship skins, so he's only part of five AUs. Luckily, he's part of the best ones. Yeah. First one, obviously, when we're talking about best ones, High Noon. (laughs) At the height of the Industrial Revolution, travelers begin pouring into the untamed West, searching for fortune and prosperity among the unknown horrors of cruel and ancient world. It is a time of brave gunslingers and rotten scoundrels, inscrutable gods, and savage demons. And this one is High Noon Jin. Need a man dead? Hire any sunbaked lunatic looking to make a name for themselves in the old West. Need to set an example? Then you should seek out the mechanical assassin known as Jin, and no one will ever forget what happens at the crossroads of murder
1: and art. Ooh, man. God, (laughs) that AU is so fucking cool.
0: (laughs) It is a cool AU. Although they did just do a Jin like they do with a lot of people. Be like, it's Jin, but he has a cowboy hat on.
2: (laughs) And he's a robot now. Yeah, he's he's (laughs) a mechanical assassin, man. That's awesome. (laughs) Also, I do like that, much like. Much like Ionia, which has like actual demons, and people thought that Jin was a demon, but he's not actually a demon; he's just a person. The High Noon AU is just just so many demons all around, and I do like the decision to make him also not a demon in yeah, this one. Yeah, but... that's true. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Now he's also part of Blood Moon. An ancient cult seeking irresistible power surfaces on nights of the blood moon to perform profane esoteric rites, merging their flesh with demonic spirits and becoming one with an ever greater darkness. And this one is blood moon jinn, ink mage, trained assassin, and master of ceremonies. Jinn is all this and more—a grandiose figure whose encyclopedic knowledge of centuries-old rituals fuels the blood the blood moon's hellish summoning rites. He knows the name of every demon and how to direct them into a still-living vessel.
1: Yo, did you say Ink Mage?
2: Ink Mage is, so, is what he's referred to.
1: That is such a cool concept. I hope they do that for like some champion or something. That's fucking cool. Right?
2: He's like yeah. human Okami.
1: Yeah, I was going to say calligraphy, like like mage, but murderer. That's... Damn. Yeah. That's oh, cool. God,
2: what was his name? Hmm... That, that that Naruto guy that joined Team
1: Six. Nope. Yeah, Mark yeah, nope. and I
2: both went, nope.
1: <laughs> Took over for Sasuke.
0: <laughs> now I've heard of Sasuke.
1: I know that name. I know that name. Even I know that name. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, well anyway. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: fucking nerd.
1: <laughs> uh, this also has a short
2: story, which he was tagged in. He's not technically in the short story anywhere. It's just kind of implied that he played a role in it. It's oh, called okay. The Bloody Tale. Which is just a quick blurb about a lady waking up after having been through some sort of ceremony, which, you know, according to the lore, would have been administered by Jin, as he's the master of ceremonies. Um, and that's kind of it. She was likely taken in her sleep and then returned after the ceremony, as she was with companions the whole time, and they didn't notice she was gone and only woke up when she woke up screaming. And then she tells him it was a dream. <sighs> Women, that chance. <laughs> <laughs> Now he's also part of project where uh, so project is the perfect fusion of one supernatural essence with advanced weaponry and body augmentation this linking of technology and energy allows extraordinary hosts to channel their essence into physical manifestations and in rare cases transcend the corporeal plane only subjects possessing extremely focused inner essence and exceptional physical attributes can unlock the true power of project Among the megastructures and packed streets of a future controlled by global corporations, a shadow war rages between rebellious augmented humans and newly empowered artificial beings. The winners will shape the course of history, and the losers will be forced to evolve. Now, this whole AU is kind of separated into a a couple different factions. You've got, like, Central, who's, um, it just kind of seems like the cops, really. (laughs) Uh... And Vi's the only one who's a member of Central. Uh, then you've got Genetic, who is Ash's group of rebels. And then you have Command Line, who kind of work for Project to squash the rebellion. And you have uh, Outsiders, who are mostly failed Project conversions. Uh, Jin Arch- belongs to none of these factions. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Okay. Um So, Project Jin. After a botched surgery, Jin went from being a black market augment hacker to a notorious mechanized killer for hire. Still programmed with a taste for high-clearance upgrades, the tech Jin takes from his victims has left him with a severe personality fragmentation and a dark vision for the future of project and humanity. Hmm. Now, this has an associated cinematic and short story, which feature Jin. Uh, The cinematic is called The Hunt, which is basically just a big dramatic showdown between Vane, Vi, and Jin, where... The cinematic ends with them all jumping into the sky and then ends (laughs) before the action starts. Freeze frame. (laughs) They turn into
1: a book and it
2: it closes (laughs) And then there is a short story which is called Of Rat of Rats and Cats and Neon Mice. Ooh, I like that title. It's a cool title. Legit, if you haven't read it should read this fucking story. It's pretty good. I say short story. A lot of the AU short stories are really short. This one is actually like, there's a lot to this one. It's like four separate chapters. Um, but and how, a many, cool story.
0: how many Heimerdingers is it, John? This oh, is what God. you need to calculate. It's
2: so many fucking Heimerdingers. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an um, infinite. Uh, uh, <laughs> very many.
0: Okay, very many Heimerdingers.
2: Uh, it also opens with the coolest description of Jin. <laughs> yet probably uh this is told from the perspective of someone that Jin is about to kill <laughs> the shadow steps into the ambient light its lean shape is all dark wiry muscles of carbon fiber braided over heavy servos his jet-colored chest plating swallows the glare from above the doctor recognizes the matted fur collar coiled like a feral cat around the neck of a dark anodized steel frame but it is the contours of the shadow's featureless mask, defined now only by the drip of falling water and the reflection of the pulsating hollow signs that rattles the doctor to his inadequate common bones, Katajin.
1: who, That is dope.
0: Normie bones. Normie bones. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so much like Zero from Borderlands. He looks very much
1: right? like Zero. Okay. Oh, interesting.
2: Mm. I think it's intentional.
3: <laughs> oh, okay.
2: Um, so basically, in this story, Jin murders a doctor who had a very valuable item, uh, and I think probably an augment on him because Jin loves murdering people for their augments. Uh, Vi, who was just recently promoted to detective after working the beat in the lower sector, is trying to solve the case. She runs into Vane, who gets the drop on her, and she wants an upgrade cube that Vi received as part of her promotion. Um, Vi's not really big on upgrades. She so kind of just likes the the fists she got. <laughs> she doesn't really like the other upgrades. Um, doesn't Vi. use guns. <laughs> uh, at this point, Vi's partner calls her and says, "Oh no, I got into trouble in the trash heap, which is like a black market type area. A lot of there's a lot of similarities between like the lower city here and so on and like the mm. trash heap and mm-hmm. the literal trash heap and so on <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, So. She'll never make it there in time to help him, so Vane offers to give her a ride in exchange for the upgrade cube. So she does that when they get there. It turns out it was a trap. Vice partner sucks. Uh but,
0: Need to find Caitlyn.
2: Yeah. Mm. I mean, she probably will. Her <laughs> uh so her partner tried to sell some you know, some shitty augments to Jin. Jin did not want him and was gonna kill him but then he was like wait no my partner just got a sweet new upgrade and she doesn't even want it so he, he promised Jin Vise upgrade uh, obviously that's spoken for now so the two of them fight Jin uh, and you know first thing Jin does is fucking murder her partner <laughs> vaporize him uh, Vayne's able to pin Jin against the wall mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> at which point his head disengages from his body and scuttles away. No shit. That's <laughs> His pretty head's fucking done. Cool. He's like,
0: I'm uh, out. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: and then the story kind of, uh, I mean, you know, Vian, Vane say their goodbyes, but then the story ends with Jin's head finding another body to mm. attach itself to, and continues on huh. transcendent. Damn,
1: that's pretty cool. Gross.
2: Yeah, it was pretty fucking cool.
1: <laughs> shit, dog. Yeah, check that shit yeah, out. It's a, a badass story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Not going to lie. You should go read that story. a thing
1: almost. I don't know. That's cool. Yeah.
2: Uh, now he's part of the Dark Star or Event Horizon AU2. In the vast darkness of space are born terrible, beautiful things, cosmic creatures of sublime love, and the unknowable monstrosities of the Dark Star. These are the children of silent gods, and they are finally coming home. Uh, important thing to note about this skin which is Dark Cosmic Djinn is that Djinn has the lines that officially connect the Dark Star AU to the Odyssey AU oh Yeah. when he kills Odyssey Sona he says I liked your forebears Sona they're all dead but they had excellent taste and then when he kills any of the other Odyssey characters he says you opened that gate excellent I could use a change of scenery you know so we got some some multiverse vibes there.
1: Interesting. So remind me again how like how the connection works there because I under I remember how Odyssey works and I remember how Dark Star works, but I don't remember how they're connected exactly.
2: So they don't have a lot of connections. I think the only connection is that the crew of the Odyssey has found a way to traverse uh, timelines. Okay.
1: Mm. Okay. Interesting. Hmm.
3: Hmm. Nice. Yeah.
2: Um, and this one, Dark Cosmic Gin. Uh, Jin was an interstellar entity consumed by the dark star and given new purpose. Now his ageless mind is infected by visions of omnipotence and consumed by an insatiable hunger. He scours entire regions of space, seemingly on a whim using the remnants to create bizarre, silent objects of art. And, uh, there is a short story associated with this one too, called ambitions embrace. Now this one, uh, it's it's essentially a luck story this was the one the the community all kind of weighed in on to determine how it was going to end but this is a meeting of the celestials and when they all meet they realize that some of them are missing specifically jinn and mordekaiser and lulu notes that jinn's light is gone um and the whole council kind of notices as she mentions it like oh shit he got got uh And Lux realizes since she felt his light blink away, she's also been noticing, like, you know, from from the time that she noticed his light blink away, she's also been noticing a lot of uh, twisted, broken star systems and uh, stars inverted into black holes, shattered planets careening wildly, unhinged orbits. All the work, she thinks, of this now darkened djinn. She also mentioned despite it being devastating it's always very beautiful so you know good mm-hmm. art buddy <laughs> uh, and then the court goes off to hunt all the dark star corruptants and leaves Lux to face the dark star herself mm. and whether or not she defeated them was up to the community and <laughs> y'all did not want her to win <laughs> so mean people
1: after my own heart failure and tragedy <laughs> beautiful
2: uh, <laughs> and then finally she's part of He's part of the uh, Shanghai Scroll AU. Uh, you s- look,
0: uh, his face looks so much like Shaco here to me every time I see him. Oh, I see. I don't know what it is.
2: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's got one of like the demon masks on,
0: mm-hmm. and underneath another mask.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> underneath oh, yeah. every
1: mask. <laughs> I forgot what the splash for this looked like, but yeah, it's you're you're right. It's like his really elongated kind of features and things like that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it fucks me up. Now, this is set in a world
2: where champions are mythological creatures within the mysterious Shanghai Scrolls, and this is separated into the gods of the world and the monsters. This is a Shanghai Scrolls Jin, a mad god who resides within a mysterious painting older than creation. Jin has grown bored of the canvas in which he dwells, and wishes to bring his art to new, fresh eyes. He's begun weaving the edges of the painting into the fabric of the multiverse, hoping to escape his confinement. And in this AU, Nico's actually his buddy, and <laughs> she is trying to return, return Jin to the side of good before he destroys the multiverse. But doing so may destroy her. Hmm.
1: That's an interesting little pairing. Jin <laughs> yeah. and, and Nico. Huh.
2: I ship it. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah. So uh, that's all. That's all I've got for AUs. I have a few fun facts. Slap them some on fun me. Facts. Yeah. Yep. Uh, number one, voiced by Quentin Flynn.
1: Yeah, good job. I, I looked him up. He, uh, you know who he does. He does Axel Ooh. in Kingdom Hearts.
2: Oh hell yeah! He
1: also does Raiden in Metal Gear Solid. So. Oh shit. Yeah. But yeah, With the great.
2: range. Yeah. It's neat. Nice. Fun fact too, since we only see him through a reflection. Jin is technically the first champion to not be in his own splash art. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, Kata, his first name, was one of six names being considered for him. And they just kind of were like, oh, let's do both of them, mm. Kata and Jin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a treat. <laughs> uh, at various points in development, the fourth shot of Jin's autos could one-shot a Zed at full
1: health Let's do that again. Let's do that again.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And Dancing Grenade could bounce infinite times. I don't want that one. Yeah. But, yes. (laughs) Can we one-shot, like, a Yone as well? Yeah.
1: (laughs) I like that (laughs) idea, too.
3: Right.
2: Now, we all know Jin has an obsession with the number four, but his login theme is also built around four-note motifs. Is written in four-four... His name has 4 letters. His title has 4 syllables. And if you spell gin on your keyboard, it draws a little number 4. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mark's
0: trying it now.
1: I'm, mm, I'm looking at it. I I guess it's a very angled 4, I suppose.
0: Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a crooked <laughs> you gotta 4. You got to squint
1: a little bit. But.
2: Just like gin.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Symbolic.
1: I will say his login music is fucking great. I I love it. It's dope as hell. It's one of the best pieces I think they've they've done, at least login screen-wise, you know?
2: Yeah. I guess just I'll I'll skip ahead to the the little bit there. Uh, Jin is the second champion that I did whistling for. Yes, although was it even in the game? It is technically. So speaking of his login theme... They gave me the violin portion of his login theme and had me learn it and whistle it. So Mm. I actually, I did a lot of whistled recordings for Jin because his his initial champion concept or like design concept was that as he was just kind of walking around the map, he was always going to be either humming or whistling to himself. So they wanted a lot of audio of him whistling like his own theme song. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to I had to whistle like the entire violin part, which is like it was really <laughs> fucking hard to yeah. learn. It was like long and hard to learn. It's like and,
1: complex too. It, it, at least it's it,
2: <laughs> you got to choose what you're whistling, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it it was <laughs> so looking at what is still in it, which is two incredibly incredibly short clips that really don't use any of it and it's like and it's almost out of place like i i kind of feel like i did so much work for it that they felt obligated to put some of it in even though it really didn't fit with what his new theme was so they just kind of like threw it in there as... Um, I think I, it fits I, fine. I wouldn't have I wouldn't I, mind. You don't even know it was no, in no, it. No, no, I
0: remember <laughs> now that he whistles. When you said that he whistles to himself in the background, I did remember. But I just don't play Jin very often. It's yeah. not something that everybody hears.
2: Yeah, it's in, it's in exactly two of his quotes. When the match starts, you have a chance yes. of... He will hum to himself, then whistle a little bit of his theme. And when I say a little bit... I mean, it's like, very three or four yeah. notes, and then he'll go back to humming. Um, <laughs> and if you're if you're a sound designer that worked on this, like, I don't... I get it. We changed the theme. If you want to remove it because it doesn't fit, I understand. I don't feel do <laughs> bad.
0: He did do so much. Risk. I thought I remembered you at one point saying that they were thinking about having him whistle whenever he, like, attacks or auto-attacks.
2: He was going to do it passively all the time was okay. it was it was, it was, it was how it was described to me he would always be humming or whistling and it's a good idea they didn't do it. that yeah would be that's annoying, as annoying. Hell. No. <laughs> it was a good choice yeah um, interesting but yeah fun fun <laughs> fact about that yeah uh, let's see uh Noon. Jin's quotes a lot of them reference other famous kind of western movies uh, he's got the uh, kill noxians and get paid for it what's not to like I like the way you die boy and it's better to be above ground doing this than below ground doing nothing all of which for from Django Unchained references oh I was mm. like oh,
0: these do not sound familiar to me but <laughs> I've not seen that movie
2: people scare better when they're dying which is a once upon a time in the West reference mm. you shoot to kill you better hit the heart which is a fistful of dollars reference and then it's a uh, it's fun to kill a man to take all that he had and could ever have, which is an unforgiven reference.
1: Hmm. Seems like they had a lot of fun with that one. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, and actually, that is a quote specifically to Yasuo, which is fun because he's also the unforgiven.
1: Oh, interesting.
2: Hmm. <laughs> 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 and finally,. Dark Star Jinn's taunt has a 1% chance of spawning an astronaut, Teemo, oh when my he
0: does God, it. No we shit, have to play really? Dark Star Jin from now on, oh, always, man. and constantly taunt.
1: Huh. Neat. <laughs> yeah, let's keep a fucking eye out for that.
2: Huh. Yeah. Hmm. That's
1: and funny. that's
2: all for this guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all four. <laughs> and... <laughs> <beep laughs> that's all, folks. <laughs> I get it. Four. <laughs> Are we done? <laughs>
1: I think we're done.
0: Any final thoughts on Jin?
1: No, I think we've we've gone through it. He didn't have a ton, I guess. Um, I liked yeah. what we had, but a nice flavor story of just Jin killing somebody would be fun. <laughs> yeah, we like this.
2: If we get you remember that Cassiopeia story where she like stalks mm, that dude, mm-hmm. one of those from Jin's perspective. Yeah, mm, perfect. Yeah, that'd be yeah a that lot would of fun. be
0: cool. Hmm. All right. Well, that is Jin. Uh,
1: God! <laughs> Thanks for joining and listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's, just, we're getting back in the saddle. I
2: just can't do it anymore.
0: <laughs> it just stopped working. Like I don't know what to say next. Yeah, thank you for listening. <laughs> we're on Twitter at Loreheads if you ever want to chat there, and we have a Discord now. I'll link it in the description.
2: And we're gonna try and get better at streaming on some sort of regular (laughs) cadence. I
0: think Saturdays are going to be looking more promising, but sometime over the weekend we would like to. That would be twitch.tv slash Beckworm, B-E-K-W-O-R-M, because it's my channel. Well, join us next week, because we're going back to Arcane, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) We had had one week off, but we are going to talk about the Loose Cannon Jinx.